All right, here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. I apologize that I missed an episode last week. Uh, I wasn't feeling so hot and I really just needed the time off. And so I apologize, but it was kind of a must. Uh, But of course, back with you here today. And I have a couple cool things to share with you and also uh, a change of topic. (laughs) I was planning on talking about something else today, but I'm feeling a little feisty. I'm feeling a little fired up. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about 2023 and more specifically, whether or not you should increase your rates in 2023, because I am seeing a lot of that advice all over the internet. And what might not come as a shock to you is that I don't necessarily agree with that advice. And so I want to talk to you more about that. But uh, number one, I want to make sure that you know that the doors for Practical Money Magic are closing this Friday at 11.59 p.m. Pacific. And this is a program I love so much and I believe in so deeply because I know 99% of you need to calm the fuck down when it comes to money, when it comes to believing in the possibilities that exist for you, when it comes to believing that you get to have the bank account, the business that you actually desire, that it's all available to you, but also for you to know the practical steps to take to get there. So we're going to talk about, you know, dissecting the past a little bit and the beliefs that you were raised to have when it came to money. Of course, we're going to do that important money stuff, but we're also talking about consistent cash creation. It's not, again, just the mindset it's the practical and the magic, thus the name. And so like, I really, I feel so proud of my group programs. Like I know your face, I know your name, I know what you're working through. And I love the intimate containers that we're able to have and the connections and the conversations that we're able to have in these programs. And so this is going to be no different. And so if you are somebody who is struggling to, you know, get out of your situationship with money, I really, really, really want to encourage you to join us because I do think it's going to be a game changing four weeks. And I would just love to be a part of that with you. And the second part of this is that, uh, I'm really extra excited to share with you that I just decided to launch a private podcast and the private podcast is called your beyond fucking welcome. And the reason that I'm doing this is because I, I wanted that kind of anchor core piece of content that I was creating each and every day. And I didn't want to commit to that for a main podcast. And I like the idea of doing something a little bit more informal, especially where I didn't feel like I have to make make sure it was edited and have, you know, uh, just the, the intro, the music, all that kind of stuff. Like it's just very straightforward and it's very simple. They're all going to be short episodes. I said five minutes. That's probably a lie. Like yes, today's was 13 minutes. I'm going to try to keep it a little bit shorter than that, but just riffing on all things, money and business and mindset and strategy, all of the things. And so you can only get access to that. If you are a subscriber, it's totally free, but you do have to sign up for it. And so saradashjan.com slash private dash podcast, uh, or you can DM me on Instagram, the Sarah Dan, just private pod, and you'll automatically get a link to sign up for it because, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to bring you more content and more musings and stories, all that kind of stuff on a daily basis. And so this will of course still be the main kind of I don't know, bigger content, right? We'll be talking about bigger conversations and it'll be longer content. But again, that informal little points here and there uh, that I think are powerful and impactful are going to be via audio of that private podcast moving forward. And so definitely sign up for that if you are interested in uh, having me in your ear more frequently. Um, And so today's topic, again, 
to come back to this, you know, I, I don't even want to use the R word recession. And that's not for me being like, I don't want to bypass real situations. Like I never want to be that ignorant entrepreneur. That's like, Oh, like the pandemic, there's no such thing as a pandemic to me. And it's like, okay, you can think that, but there is one, right? Like we have to find that balance between believing in what we want to believe in and also not pretending the real things in the world are happening. Like we can't pretend they're not happening. And so at the end of the day, again, I'm seeing a lot of posts about recession, this recession, that, and again, I'm never trying to be that person who's not being based in reality and who's like, oh, just forget it. And, you know, go along your merry way while at the same time, what I want to remind each and every one of you of is that for you, there is enough money for you, right? Are things slower for some people? Are there situations in the world that are happening that are a little bit more, I don't know, struggle-inducing than, than we've previously experienced over the past whatever few years? Maybe, but I want to remind you that that doesn't have to have anything to do with you. A conversation that I was just having uh, on Unapologetic Empire with a couple of people is so often I'll hear people say things like, well, I want to do this. But my audience isn't big enough to do that. And I'm always like, sure, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. But what I also know is that there are a lot of people still out there that you haven't reached. So let's go fucking reach them. And almost every single time I have this type of conversation and I were to ask somebody, well, what have you been doing intentionally and strategically and consistently to grow your audience over the past year, several years? They don't have an answer for me. And it's baffling to me how many people treat audience growth as like this afterthought. And I just want to remind you here that it's always your job to be bringing new people into your world. And I'm saying that because at the end of the day, the way that I've always looked at it, like when Corona first started, I remember having this moment where I was like, okay, well, you know what? If I've got to sell things for $5, I'm going to sell things for $5. Like I've got the people, I've got the audience. I'm just going to sell them the things and I'll be okay. Right. Like it was like this self-soothing conversation that I had to have with myself that like, I'll be okay. And so I don't know, I'm just bringing that up right now for you because I feel like a lot of the, this is kind of like where the uh, topic for today came from. Cause I was thinking about the toxic advice that is so often thrown out there on Line where so many coaches will be like, you don't need a big audience. You don't need a big audience. And I'm never saying you need a big audience to start making money, but you need to be growing your audience as a business owner. Like it is required as a business owner and you growing your audience consistently and strategically and intentionally is going to be the thing that helps you, I don't want to use the term recession proof, but it will help you and get you to a place of safety when the circumstances of the world arise and things are feeling a little bit haywire, you still have so many people to sell to that it's not that big of an issue. And so I want to beg you here to make sure that you are incorporating audience growth into your consistent strategy, because to me, it is required. And so when I was thinking about that, about like the whole, like, you don't need to have a big audience. I was thinking about, or I saw it on Facebook, like not long before I recorded this, but somebody just talking about how, you know, Advice for 2023, increase your rates. And I'm not going to sit there and tell you that I don't think many of you should increase your rates. Like there are many of you who are underpaid. There are many of you who are doing work for way less money than your talents and your expertise reflect. Absolutely. 
you know, this is going to be an obvious point, but I want to remind you of this. When I am talking to you, it's very important to me that you feel some sort of intimacy with me, right? Like I'm in your earbuds uh, and, you know, I'm talking to you right now. While at the same time, there are lots of yous. So if I'm saying something, it might not be perfect advice for you because I'm giving advice to a group of humans, not one individual, Sally, who is 32, who lives in Los Angeles and is going through X, Y, Z. Like, I don't, I don't know what Sally's going through. I'm giving you general advice. Like, I know that's obvious, but I think it's sometimes easy to forget that. And so my point is, is that so often we're seeing this advice given generally that is like, again, raise your rates, charge your worth, like up your prices, so on and so forth. However, there's a million different ways to say that. And it's not incorrect, but it is incorrect for some of you. It is incorrect for some of you. And I just think it's so important that I open your eyes to that rather than sending you down the wrong rabbit hole that hurts you. Because here's the thing, you will always sell at a price that you are confident about. You will always sell at a price that you are confident about. If you walk into a pitch, whether that's on a live video, Instagram story, a room full of people, and if you know what you are offering is worth every motherfucking penny and everybody would be crazy to say no to it, and the idea that somebody would think it's too much money or not see the value in it is just completely laughable, whether that's $5 or whether that's a million dollars, people are going to get on board with your energy. But what I will find happen is that people will, let's just say, they'll be selling something for $500. It's selling with ease. And then they get into their head that like they could be charging more for it. Then they raise it to let's say $1,000. And then it stops selling because they're not showing up confidently selling that thing. And then they blame it on the price. Oh, people won't buy it at the higher price. No, it was that you all of a sudden change into a completely different person. And the confidence that was there at $500 is no longer there at a thousand. And if you are not confident about the price point, why the fuck would you expect anybody else to be confident about it either? And so the thing that I want to say, and I was talking to a a client about this last week is I was like, let's just say we're using the example of 500 to a thousand. I'm like, would you be happy? to get 10 $500 sales right now. Oh my God. Yes. Like that would be so helpful. Like I I really need that. Then why don't you just fucking let it be easy? Why don't you allow yourself to just be like, oh my God, like this is such a no brainer and allow that no brainerness, allow that like mentality to lead you and to lead your confidence instead of what I see so many coaches do is that they encourage their clients to jump to a different level before they're ready in the name of growth. And that creates the opposite of growth because the confidence wasn't there to allow the growth. The confidence was not there to allow the growth. I know I've said this before. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but um, I worked with Molly Sapp years ago. And at one point we were talking about me raising my rates. This was like 2017, I think. Um, Yeah, 2017. And I was like, do you think that I could charge $10,000 for my 90-day coaching? And she was like, do I think that you have the talent and the knowledge and the skills to charge $10,000? Yes. 
do I think that you're going to turn around and be able to sell that confidently right now? No, I don't. And I was so fucking grateful that she was honest in that way because she was absolutely right. I was in a place where, especially back then I was selling all low end things. And even though I knew I was worth 10,000, did I believe that I was going to sell it and people were going to sign up at 10,000? No, it would have taken a whole lot of mental gymnastics and mindset work, so on and so forth to get myself behind that price. And if you're somebody who is in the, who is in a phase where you need the money, whatever the money means, why the fuck are you going to set yourself up to do that? Why won't you just let it be easy? I, I want all of you to grow. And I want all of you to feel more worthy. And I want all of you to see yourself as leaders. And I want all of you to get paid what you feel that you are worth. Absolutely. But I want you to stop stopping ease in your business in the name of growth. Because making money easily is fun. And it's a lot more fun than being in a position where you don't sell anything. And you're making yourself miserable. And it's sending you down this whole spiral Whereas selling at the original price would have happened no problem and you would have been happy at that price. Now, I want to be clear. If you are selling something, let's say that $500 thing, and you feel resentful, you feel burnt out, you feel upset that like you are over-delivering and giving too much for that price point, that's a different thing. But if you're just raising your rates for the sake of raising your rates, I really want you to pay attention to that. And I really want you to just analyze and witness how you're not allowing life and business to be easier for you. You're you're challenging yourself in a way that probably isn't all that necessary. Now, again, I want to spell this out. If you were to turn around and say, I'm, I have this program for $500. I want to sell it for $1,000. And you know what? I don't care if nobody signs up for it. That doesn't even matter to me if nobody signs up. It's important to me that I get paid $1,000 for this. And I'm going to get behind this price. And I'm going to sell it at this price. And you know what? Again, if, if it doesn't sell, I'm okay with it because my integrity and my you know belief here is the most important thing. Me standing my ground is the priority. Cool. That's fine. That's very different than let me sell it at $1,000. And then if sales don't come in in the first five minutes, you're panicking and freaking out. Those are two very different things. I want more of you to stop setting yourself up for panic. I want you to stop setting yourself up for uncertainty. I want you to do things that feel like home, that feel easy, that feel like you just know it's going to work no matter what, because you just do. You just do. And all of us, have felt that way. All of us have had those things where we've launched them. I don't care how green you are in business. I know many of you have felt this way where you launch something, whether it's for $7 or 7K and you're like, oh, I just know this is going to sell. Why not make it your mission to feel like that every single time? Why not make it your mission to feel like that every single time? And again, make your life easier because let me tell you something. Sure. Getting paid an extra thousand dollars on an offer, an extra $500, whatever. It's great. It's it's a good thing. And like I said, if you are feeling resentful at the, you know, the previous price, I'm all for it. I want you to do things that feel good and that feel like they are I don't know, reflecting the the worth that you feel for yourself. I want you to do those things. But if it's going to send you down a rabbit hole, a spiral, a panicky mess for a week and a half to get that one sale for a little extra money, why? Why? Like, just make life easier. 
just make life easier for yourself. And every single time I have sided with ease and again, for like ease doesn't feel to me like I'm not doing anything. Ease feels to me like something that feels like home. It feels natural. It doesn't feel like I'm outside of my body. It just feels like it makes sense. Like even, you know, transparently the private podcast, like I'm, I'm somebody who like, if we, even if we're talking about like working out, it's so much easier for me to work out seven days a week than three days a week. Like it's so much easier for me to feel like every single day is uniform versus feeling like I have to, you know, schedule this and, and move this around. Or, you know, some days I do this, it, it routines feel so much better for me. So the idea of the private podcast on one hand, I can feel like, oh God, like now I'm doing so much more work, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that because it, now it feels like all of the content ideas that are in my head that I'm trying to decide, oh, what should I put on the podcast this week? And what should I put on Instagram and so on and so forth? It's like, it's just putting me more in action mode. And every day I do the thing every day, I, you know, talk on the private podcast and every day that creates our content for all the other platforms, right? We pull things from all the other platforms and something about just doing it every day feels so much easier to me. And like, when it came through for me yesterday, really clearly to like get moving on it, that's how it felt. It felt like an exhale. It felt like home. And so I just want to remind you here that like you're pricing so many things about your business, but your pricing should feel like an exhale. It should just feel like, oh, that makes sense. That that doesn't feel scary. That just feels like I know it's going to work. I can't even imagine it not working because I know I'm worth this. I know people are going to clearly see this again versus putting yourself through the mental gymnastics that are required when you are listening to coaches who are spouting out off things without necessarily knowing you. And again, I might not know you either. And so I'm, I'm, you know, telling you here, put this through your filter and decide how true it is for you. But the one last thing that I want to say, the little rant that I want to have here is that I feel like it's important to recognize that a lot of, including myself, so I'm not like blaming anybody here. I'm not like making anybody wrong for this, but a lot of the people who you're listening to in terms of business and money advice are people who are selling business and money advice. The fact of the matter is I, I am I am unwilling to not acknowledge the fact that selling you something with, that comes with the promise or the, at least the, you know, the not guarantee, but like the point, the, the selling point of you making more money. I am not going to deny that that is easier than selling other things. And it's unfair in my opinion that other coaches don't acknowledge that enough or will deny that that does not feel fair to me. It does not feel fair to me. I had somebody in 500 K a few years ago who like sold like worm farming classes. I'm not going to talk to her like that she's going to make money the way that somebody selling a money manifestation course would for a thousand dollars. Like I I'm not going to do that. Do I think she can make massive amounts of money on it? Yes, absolutely. But it's not as sexy. It's not as flashy. And so the ways that marketing is going to be translated, of course, has to be a little bit different. And so I'm saying that to you too, because I always want you to make sure that you're putting that through your filter versus taking advice from somebody who is in the business of selling how much money they make. And you're doing something completely different and you're allowing rules to apply to you that there are rules that are being trickled down to you, but like not, may not be as applicable to you. And 
I hope that I'm not sounding too fear-based or too in lack and scarcity when I, I say that, because that's not my intention. A lot of people who make a lot of money who share that advice online, it's great advice no matter what you do. While at the same time, like I said, it's very frustrating for me. And I think it's factually untrue the way that I'll, I will see a lot of coaches talk about like, oh, just have fun in your business. And like, yeah, that's true. But you're also flashing the you know six figures you made this day, this week, this month, whatever. And like, that's a selling point to act like that's not a selling point. And the reason that you're making the money that you are is unfair. That is a part of why they're making the money that they are. That's part of why I've made the money that I have. Cause I talk about money. Like I'm not trying to act like I'm guilt-free about this, but like I said, I've done my best always to at least be honest and in integrity about the fact that like, I'm not going to give again, somebody who is doing like worm farming courses, like the same exact advice that I would have myself, right? Like it's going to be a little bit different. And so I hope I'm being clear. I think you can make a fuck ton of money. Each and every one of you. I had a former client message me the other day, um, who is in the health coaching space and she's messaged me and she was like, I just want to show you this. And she had a six figure fucking day a few weeks ago. A six-figure fucking day. I've never had a six-figure day. Like, I was just like, like so, so, so thrilled for her. And it felt like it felt like such a relief in this way to like see and witness like what is possible for so many other people, so many coaches, regardless of whether or not you're a business coach. And I'm sharing that because what you want to do, making massive amounts of money, it is possible. It really is possible. I know that. I trust that. I believe that deeply. While at the same time, you have to follow the advice that feels aligned to you and not raise your rights blindly or you know do anything else blindly because somebody else said to I want you to do it cuz it feels right and feels like home to you and I'll say it again making money easily is really fun that's really fun and so I want you to let it be fun I want you to let it be easy and of course if you are you know interested in doing that, uh, practical money magic truly, I think can really help you with this because we're talking about the magical possibilities, like I said, but we're also figuring out how we do this, how we pull this off practically, logistically, and, you know, not just coming at it from a, okay, let's journal about it and let's let money rain out of the sky. Cause that's not how it works. We're going to do both things so that you can calm the fuck down. Like I said, about money, believe that it's all available to you. And more importantly, that you know how to go get it. And so Saradashdan.com for all the details. Doors close at 11 59 p.m. Pacific on Friday. Uh, definitely sign up for the private podcast. We'll leave the link to that in the show notes as well. Um, but yeah, I hope that was helpful. And I will talk to you next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton, and I would be super grateful. 